sound film was still relatively young, and Fischinger made abstract movies which followed music. Until meeting Cage, he had been using popular classics such as The Hungarian Dances by Brahms. Shire thought it would be mutually beneficial for the two men to work together. Fischinger commissioned Cage to write for one of his films, and to acquaint Cage with the way they were made, he enrolled him as his assistant. I was moving bits of colored cardboard hung on wires. I had a long pole with a chicken feather, and I would move it and then have to still it, Cage recorded. When I got perfectly still, he was sitting in an armchair at the camera, he would click it and take another frame. In the end, it was a beautiful film in which these squares, triangles, and circles and other things moved and changed color. One day, amidst this work, Fischinger suggested to Cage, everything in the world has its own spirit, and this spirit becomes audible by setting it into vibration. That set me on fire, Cage recalled. He started me on a path of exploration of the world around me which has never stopped, of hitting and stretching and scraping and rubbing everything. This enthusiasm of Cage for what someone else might have dismissed as a rather quaint, inconsequential claim is perhaps not only confirmation of his predilection for experiment, but also a first glimpse of an appreciation of the spiritual dimensions of music, one intrinsically connected with sensual attraction to the everyday. I was not inclined towards spiritualism, Cage said, but I began to tap everything I saw. Inspired by Fischinger, Cage prepared a new percussion piece. The trio calls for a rather narrow timbral palette, especially in comparison with early percussion works by other composers, and this can be related to the austere leanings of his earlier work. Pieces of wood of gradated length, tom-toms, bass drum, and bamboo sticks tapped against one another like claves. Performance benefits, Cage suggests, from spatial separation of the wood blocks of the different players. It is not clear whether this later characteristic suggestion dates from the time of composition or closer to the time of publication years later. Xenia's interest in crafts had led her to become an apprentice to Hazel Dreis, a bookbinder. I mean a real bookbinder, not a casemaker, Cage once specified emphatically. Dreiss was the daughter of a Midwestern newspaper publisher who had studied with Lawrence de Coverley in London before developing a successful business in, originally, the Bay Area. She had a large house which she shared with her apprentices. The cages moved in. The apprentices became musicians in the evenings, playing Cage's percussion pieces as he wrote them. Working with these untrained musicians seemed to Cage preferable to working with musicians like the clarinetist who, assigned his sonata, had first neglected and then rejected it out of hand.